This is Zev Friedman from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm the rabbi of Congregation House of Jacob, Mikveh Israel. And my topic today will be Shabbos in Hashkafa. I will be talking about Oneg Shabbos. It is quoted in the name of the Ari that although Adam Harishon, Adam, was prohibited from eating from the Eitz Hadas Tovarah, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, he actually would have had a mitzvah of eating from the same tree if he would have waited for Shabbos to arrive. As Reb Cohen explains, the Eitz Hadas Tovarah, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, would have transformed on Shabbos into the Eitz Hachayim, the tree of life. This is a most perplexing idea. How can the same tree be so destructive, and yet a few hours later, somehow, it is the tree of life? What changed? Was it a different fruit? Did God change the ingredients? How can the most destructive force in history suddenly change into the source of eternal life? How does Shabbos do that? The difference, I believe, is that on Shabbos, one eats because it is a mitzvah. If Adam would have waited, he would be, have been eating because it would have been a mitzvah to eat. When he ate during the week, it was because of his wants and his desires. As humans, we can cloud many an issue by injecting what we want into the decision-making process. The same is actually true with pleasure. Much of our pleasure is a function of wants and desires to the extent that while experiencing the pleasure we have pursued, much of what we are experiencing is actually psychological satisfaction of achieving our goal and not the pleasure itself. In fact, we diminish the actual pleasure by corrupting it with our egotistical framing of the whole pleasure experience. We don't allow the pleasure to fill us because we are too involved in our own accomplishment. Such a pleasure is both limited and distorting. It is limited because we do not let it overwhelm us, and it is distorting because it is corrupted with our ego. It is a pleasure which drives us away from God because we experience it as a result of our independent desires. When Adam ate, he ate because he lusted after the fruit. He injected himself and his ego into the pleasure, limiting the pleasure and corrupting himself. It was his self-centered motivation that defined the tree as the Eitz Tovarah, the tree which corrupts our awareness of reality. If he would have waited for Shabbos, and he would not have been focused on personal achievement of his drive for self-indulgence, he would have been following God's wishes that he, Adam, enjoy fully what the tree had to offer. Without a motivation of self-indulgence, Adam's eating experience would have been one that was total pleasure, as his self would not block the pleasure from overwhelming him. And this pleasure would have been one that would have lifted him to great heights, heights of recognition of the great pleasure that one who clings to God can enjoy. By eating and enjoying because God wanted him to do so, by being motivated to take advantage of what God had to offer, Adam would have transformed the tree of knowledge of good and evil into the tree of life, the Eitzachayim itself. This is a lesson not only for Shabbos, but for our everyday life as well.
If we want to experience life in the most positive way, we must remove our ego and our demands, which block the messages of life from directing us towards where we ought be. If we relax our egos and our demands, we are sure to find in our lives the meaning that God wants us all to discover.